0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Midnight Muse. Today, I'm joined by Miss Angela, who is based in the Bay Area. And she's a content creator, creates lovely work, and she's got an awesome YouTube channel. And her platform focuses on promoting self-love and self-advocacy to young individuals through the various types of content she creates. And she touches on productivity, sustainability, healthy lifestyle habits, you name it, she's your girl. I love following her and I'll let her introduce herself a little bit. Thanks, Angela, for joining us. Hi, thank you so
1: much for having me. This is very exciting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's been so long since I've seen you. This is great. (laughs) I know,
1: I know. I'm happy that we get to catch up this way.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do you want to introduce yourself to everyone and just tell us a little about yourself and what you're currently up to? yeah um
1: hello everyone who's listening um i'm angela i'm originally from denver colorado and i moved to the bay as a transfer student and i recently graduated from mills college class of 2020 what's up
0: (laughs) hey (laughs) you did not have to include that (laughs) well too bad it's in there (laughs) (laughs)
1: um and yeah i am a fourth grade teacher and in my free time. I love to drink coffee. I love to hang out with my friends. And I am on the internet
0: all the time. So (laughs) (laughs) that's it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, What is your handle, by the way? Oh, it is hello.
1: It's Angela. So hello. It's Angela, but without the H.
0: (laughs) Perfect. So y'all can just pull up your Insta right now and check out her account while we get started. Um, So speaking a little bit to your main platform, YouTube, how did you get your start in the creative space and YouTube and all of that?
1: Um, Yeah, you know, when I was little, so like middle school, is when YouTube started to become a huge thing and I was always so bored at home and I wasn't really allowed to go out very much. So I was on the internet all the time. And that's when I really started to make videos. That was my very first time ever experiencing working with a camera and all of those things. And I would just record little vlogs and try to be a makeup guru, you know? Cause that's when Michelle Phan and like Bub's Beauty, all of those amazing people were sprouting too. Um, and I didn't really get consistent until towards the end of high school, going into college. Um, the main reason why I wanted to get back into the creative space was because I felt like I kind of hit a slump, you know? And
0: yeah. I was trying
1: to figure out like, what, what was my happy medium? And I knew that I wanted to document my 20s um, because during that time, I, by the time I turned 20, it was also when I decided that I wanted to become a teacher. I changed my major. Was doing all sorts of things um, in my life and so documenting it was something that was really exciting to me and um, I also kind of had like a bigger vision for it too for my branding and all of those things but it just honestly started with me just being bored at home and really I really love making videos.
0: So um, wait what was your major before?
1: Yeah, I used to be a communications major. Okay. Um, I wanted to be on CNN. I wanted to be a journalist and like Oh. Yeah, you know, just telling you what the weather's going to be like next week. <laughs> 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 what is on the news and all of that thick all of that stuff. And um and then I switched. I switched to elementary education.
0: That's cool. Well, you're kind of still doing journalism in a sense, but for yourself kind of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's cool. So you were talking a little about consistency, and I'm sure it's really hard to constantly come up with inspiration. So where do you find yourself searching for inspiration? Where do you look? Who do you follow? Or how do you go about that process?
1: Yeah, um, I love I just love, I'm very nosy, you know, and I love following other lifestyle vloggers and I really admire, um, there's one Korean vlogger. Her name is Suedu, S-U-E-D-D-U on YouTube. Um, But videos, uh, her videos are so beautifully filmed and I'm really inspired by that because it's such like simple day-to-day living, but how she captures it is really beautiful. Um, I love watching French movies too and like old school 90s movies I get inspired by those kinds of shots and listening to music I'm inspired by my friends all the time Um, I think it just motivates me to continue to like live my life to the fullest as much as I can you know yeah Um, so I think just living is also like Finding things in day to day life is also yeah. help- helpful too.
0: Yeah, it seems like your followers really enjoy your study time with you. So how did you come up with that idea?
1: Yeah, um, honestly, before as I was entering uh, as a transfer student at Mills, and I was taking more you know cl- more classes. There was a lot of reading in my courses. Um, And I was trying to figure out like, oh, like what kinds of videos can I make while thinking about like, where do I put most of my time? And most of my time was studying. And so um, I had a hard time studying one day and I was just listening. I used to listen to a lot of like lo-fi mixes on YouTube that I I used to find like random playlists to play. Yeah. So um, I was looking through that. And you know how on YouTube, sometimes you'll just go through loopholes and you'll just find like (laughs) random videos. So I came across this study with me video by, um, I believe she's, I think she's becoming a doctor. She's very famous. I don't remember the, her name. Oh. Of the top of my head. But
0: then, yeah, she um, was probably studying.
1: Yeah, she was studying and like, <laughs> I don't know what it was. And that's when I figured, like, I found out about the Pomodoro method. and And then I just got hooked and like read up on it and saw how she was creating her videos and how it really helped me. And I was like, you know what, like, why don't I try? What if I tried to make my own and put my own flavor into it and because I figured a lot of my pla- a lot of people who follow me on my platform are also students. Um, so I just did it on a whim, like if it was a flop, it was a flop, but it ended up doing well. And so then I was like, OK, like maybe it's not so bad, like I can keep doing this.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah. <laughs> so what is your favorite part of being a creator? Um, I just love having the freedom to
1: like create with a purpose. It's really corny to say, but I no, mean, yeah. like like I think even when I was little growing up, I I wasn't out I was outside, but I I think I always found my happy spot through like creating something, working with my hands or doing something with art, dancing, all of those things really just filled my soul, you know, and I think that's my favorite part just being free in that way um and i think within a creative space you just knowing or like meeting new people who are like-minded like you and yeah i think i just grew an appreciation for the arts especially meeting different creatives um and so that's that's something that i was thinking about too I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Love it. (laughs) And then on the flip side, what is one of the more challenging aspects of being a creator?
1: I think there's always this pressure to create something new all the time Mm -hmm. and to constantly like feel like you have to follow a trend or something or you have to be relevant otherwise like what you create doesn't matter because you're creating for someone not really for yourself um i i also think that in a creative space you know especially from a business standpoint it's it's almost like you're constantly fighting for yourself all the time defending your work you know and It gets exhausting when people are constantly critiquing every little bit of you and roasting you, you know, like we talk about the whole cancel culture. I mean, that can be a whole nother thing. Um, And I think there's a lot of pressure in the creative space, especially now with like social media.
0: Yeah. For sure. So how has the pandemic been for you? Has it helped or hindered your creativity or how's it been on that front? Um, I feel like when it
1: first started, um, like in March, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, you know, like I love, I'm home a lot, but now I'm home even more and I can like, I, I love being in my room and in my space, you know, so getting that time to be alone was really nice. I had a lot to reflect and rest. But then like once we hit April, May, I was like over it and I was like, okay, like why can't I, I can't go outside and create stuff like I usually do. I can't, so how can I make my life still interesting when everyone is probably doing the same thing that I'm doing, just being (laughs) at home, you know? Yeah. But I think like I did reach a point of, because during that time in the beginning, I was still also going to therapy. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing a lot of like inner work too. And so just being given that time, like you're forced to be in your house and you're forced to kind of be with your own thoughts. Yeah. Um, That was really scary for me. I think I definitely hit a lot of like emotional breakthroughs because I was journaling so much. I was vlogging so much, but I wasn't posting it.
0: Oh. Um,
1: Yeah. And like that was just kind of like my outlet for what I needed to process emotionally because I think... For me, at least like I'm totally a Capricorn. I'm totally like in a work mode all the time. It's really hard for me to clock out. And so during the like this whole time that we've been in quarantine. I'm like slowly learning how to do that. And I feel like we were forced to kind of sit in our feelings.
0: Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah, Right. And so it was just a lot of reflecting and now like that we're it's, I don't know, it's almost kind of scary because this is technically the new normal.
0: Oh, yeah. You
1: know? and, and I'm still coming to terms with it. And it's almost like I don't want to come to terms with it because I miss what life was before quarantine so mm-hmm. much, too. Um, and I think I took a lot of it for granted, for sure.
0: Oh, for sure. I think that we're all going to come out of this way more grateful for everything. <laughs> like... Right. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> gosh,
1: I do want to see my friends, actually. I actually do want to go to your party, you know?
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for sure. How do you stay encouraged to pursue your creative endeavors? Creating videos and content all the time can be tiring. So how do you manage your energy levels and stay inspired?
1: Yeah, well, um, I always try to make an effort to have a meeting where I'm not doing anything at all. And it's just all about me and what I want to do and now i've like tried to make it a thing where i do at least one thing for myself each day whether it's like me doing my nails because that's something that's really therapeutic for me um me sleeping in for a little longer or going on a walk just laying outside doing nothing um and also like making making an effort to like upkeep the relationships in my life too and I love, like, going on walks with my friends, going to the lake with my friends. And we'll literally just sit there and, like, after a conversation with with someone, I always feel, like, juiced up to, like, create again. Yeah. Um, but also, like, being aware of my body, too, and what it needs. Because there are so many days where I just do not want to vlog. I don't want to be on camera. And even when I feel pressed, like, if I have to hit a deadline or something, I still won't I will not do it until I feel ready to do it. Because otherwise, like whatever I post, it's not gonna be the best to my ability, you know?
0: Yeah. So, I feel like you strike that great balance of, like you were saying before, sharing enough, but not too much, which it's so easy to overshare and people sniff that out straight away of like, why are they sharing this much? And they probably shouldn't be. And the authenticity part with your photos being so natural and not overly edited, but then also like Your content itself. I can definitely tell. It's interesting to hear you talk about watching your energy levels and holding off on filming because your filming style is so consistent and that energy wavelength that I that now I realize that's why that's awesome
1: (laughs) oh my god it's like full circles
0: (laughs) I know I'm like whoa
1: (laughs) (laughs) no yeah thank you for saying that too like I think for but it used to not be that way you know I used to like feel like no I need to film all the time I need to like post aesthetically pleasing pictures all the time and then one day I was just over it girl like all of the (laughs) like the same undertone matching like what is it no. called? There's all of this stuff I was like you know what this is not me you know and I don't like to do that so why why do I need to put myself in this box for
0: yeah <laughs> no you
1: post to post you know
0: we shot together we met at the painted ladies is that what they're called yes yeah and as we were shooting and like as I watched you post i saw you not really filter anything not really edit and i was like wow this is so interesting but you were way <laughs> ahead of the curve because i feel like that's starting to trend where people aren't really filtering as much mm. and so i don't know i just thought it was really cool i was like oh is she like hardcore does not filter <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah
1: i mean like honestly though i i understand why there's a niche for that and I appreciate it like I love people can come out with their own presets and all of those things it because I I tried doing that once I tried to create my own natural looking preset but there's so much work that goes into that you know and I really like I envy people who can do that
0: oh my gosh no I can't even imagine I just as a photographer every single thing I'm like oh gotta edit it So that was really refreshing for me to see you do that
1: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah but it's almost like and i just i think that is one thing that i do like about instagram too because everyone does have their own flavor to things you know and like people can really do whatever they want you know yeah um so it's really interesting to see like the shifts in trends and like mm-hmm. what people are posting and i mean it goes down to who you follow too right like who are True. you posting? like what content are you consuming right
0: now that's a huge question too for sure so are you excited for any projects or events coming up or what are you excited about
1: (laughs) yeah um you know i feel like at least like in my you know my life outside of the internet i just feel like and even on the internet too i think i'm hitting a lot of different like transitions right now and i always Like I'm getting these big questions like, oh, are you gonna continue making studying videos now that you're out of school? Mm. And um, which is so interesting because I think I am going to, like I'm gonna keep making things that I want to create until I don't feel like it anymore. There's not really a timestamp for me. Yeah. But I am like, I'm, I'm very excited about embarking this next step into my life now that I'm entering into the career that I want. And now like slowly manifesting things, bigger things for Ella with Angela. Um, and now having the capacity to do that, it, it's really surreal and it's just the beginning stages of it now. Um, but like, merch and stuff? Ooh, I
0: don't know
1: <laughs> yet. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know, my younger, my younger sisters like always like bug me about it. They're like, come on Angela, like come out with some merch. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't know, it's very, it, it, I, it'll be, it'll come when it comes, I think. That would so. be so sick. Yeah, I do have a few ideas in the works, but it has nothing to do with, like, like, t-shirts. It, it It's something, like, completely random, but useful.
0: Ooh, that's a hint. So, you were talking about your younger sisters, and you love, or you're going to be a teacher, so love impacting those younger individuals, what would you tell your younger self? What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Mm, depends on how old am I? Like my younger self?
0: Oh gosh, I oh, don't know.
1: Like thirteen? I feel like thirteen is an awful age. Like I guess
0: just <laughs> you're just going through so much emotionally and like physically probably. How about you? You starting your creative journey? Hmm.
1: I would say, I would tell her to hold on tight and just, like, be willing to ride it out. And, oh my
0: gosh, I yeah. just got chills.
1: <laughs> oh my god, you're so funny. <laughs> no, but really, I think, like, looking back now from the very first time I ever posted or, like, thinking that, oh, like, I'm gonna try reposting again. So let's, let's bring that to, like, three years ago when I turned 20. I had no idea that I would be in the position that I am now. And it's not even, like, it's just the beginning, right? And yeah. <clears throat> to say that, like, you know, there is so much space for everyone in, in this creative world. Um, I don't know, I, I think it's very humbling because I didn't come from a lot. I came from a small town. I was never really like, I wasn't super into makeup. And I, it was hard for me to kind of figure out my groove and what I wanted Ella, Angela to stand for. And I think it took a lot of like being okay with, with and being confident enough to like, s- to stand in my power and to like say how I feel and to, to just be me, you know? Um, and, and so I think that's something that I would tell my younger self is like, to not ever, don't feel like I, to just be comfortable, like be unapologetic about being who you are, you know? And I think that's something I'm constantly trying to tell myself too, because yeah, yeah had I, had I not like gone through the things I had gone through and whatnot, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, so I don't know. It's it's been a crazy ride honestly like I, I'm still like I wake up I, I feel like now especially in this time I, I I totally wake up with a different in a different headspace than I did years ago in a much more positive headspace um, and it feels really good you know
0: oh that's awesome thank you I'm yeah. excited to see what you do in full-fledged adulthood like post-graduation because I remember just in our conversations, you were overwhelmed with um like school and work and all of that. And now that your schedule's hopefully kind of opening up with in terms of the school aspect, that'll be super exciting to see.
1: Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like school really does take <laughs> yeah. a lot out of you. Like I commend I commend all of the students like who are listening now because I get it. I was there and will probably forever be there now that I'm (laughs) gonna be grading student work. So (laughs) Um, hopefully
0: it's a little easier than college. (laughs) Yeah, yes, I agree. I agree with that. So you've been really active in advocating for the Black Lives Matter movement on social. And so I wanted to ask what the movement has maybe brought to light for you. Yeah, um,
1: I definitely feel that it's definitely a changing time right now. And that it's unfortunate that it has taken this long to be for, for stories to have, to have shed light on it. Um, this is something that has been around for generations and to me, like, it's really important to me that who I surround myself around, what I'm watching, where I'm working, who I invite into my circle, into my home, like we're all on the same page. And I definitely feel like what has been posted on the news, like, and even now, like being in a new city. So I'm still, it's gonna be two years for me in Oakland uh, or being in Oakland um, in August and I feel like it, it. it's, I'm almost speechless to because I'm at a loss for words because of how like, I don't know, I feel so grateful to be in an area where the community is truly coming together and really advocating for this. And to really see change, um, and to, to just see like little changes that are happening right now, this is going to, this isn't something that is going to be solved overnight. There's no way, you know? But to see the strength in numbers like growing and growing and growing, it really does give me hope. And even when I'm thinking about schools right now, what teachers are bringing into the classroom is something that I think about now too. And this movement is like not, it's not a trend, you know? It's not yeah. something that's gonna go away. And it, it, it really, it's, it's personal now anytime I have a conversation with someone where I'm, you know, I I feel like it wasn't until recently that I now feel like, I feel like, well, like I really needed to check myself and I needed to check my privilege. But yeah, I I definitely, it makes me think about our future generations. Um, It makes me, I always think about my students. my my really close friends um it's it is so important and i'm so happy that you know i i love that you're shining light on it too through your platform and it's really admirable yeah (laughs) yeah we should we need to keep this going because yeah we're we are seeing we are definitely seeing some sort of change and so it's gonna take a lot of work
0: it's i think it's tough it's been tough And people are having a hard time sitting in it and sitting with it, but it's the push that we really needed. And it's honestly embarrassing that our country is so far behind in acknowledging modern-day slavery. It's terrible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I was speaking to someone the other day um, <clears throat> about this country in general and how it's been a pattern of us always fixing things from the back end instead of going from the front end and prevent taking preventative actions. Yeah. A lot of these things, like, a lot of, you know, this, this, it is something that is systematic. And <clears throat> unfortunately, it really does paint a picture for you about, power and what that looks like and who is claiming it and and whoever has it and how they're using it um and it's really interesting at least from like an educator standpoint too um because everybody holds some sort of power and i don't know that's yeah that's what came up for me
0: it's been so interesting to see it's kind of snowballed, I think, because people are speaking up that don't ever post. They're posting mm-hmm. about this, but other people are also speaking up. It's bringing up all these other issues like sexual assault and all of these different things beyond racism that are <laughs> we've just never addressed. And so it's just so interesting. People are now feeling empowered to speak up on these uh, issues. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Um- I think it's it's beautiful that people are no longer afraid to speak out and people oh, yeah. are finding the courage to speak out and have these hot, hard conversations because it's really, it's so hard, you know, like, especially when it comes to having these conversations with your families or with people who are really close to you, you would think that they're very aligned with you on your values, but people's true colors truly come out and it's not up to us to, we can't change someone, right? We can't change how they are or what they think. We can only tell them how we feel and hope that they understand where we're coming from. And that's been been something that I've had to teach myself too. Or I'm coming to terms with it now. Um, So it's definitely been interesting
0: to see. Yeah, for sure. And so going off of that, ooh, So going off of that and speaking on just the creative community and advertising and brands, social media, how can the creative industry improve diversity and advocate for minorities uh, within the influencer marketing industry?
1: Yeah, you know, I definitely think you need to do your research as a YouTuber. If you're not signed with an agency, first of all, if you are signed with an agency, is there diversity? What does diversity look like in the agency that you're working for? Um, if a brand reaches out to you, what does that brand stand for? Have they, have they, had a like? Do they have a statement out based on what is happening or what is being shown on the news? Because this has been around for a very long time. Um, how are you actively educating yourself so that you can use your platform to educate others because you do hold a level of responsibility you know you choosing to everyone everyone has influence i think and no matter like who's in your circle who's not in your circle like how are you advocating for voices of others how are you making sure that others are others voices are being heard how are you making sure that your voice is being heard like Advocate for your own voice as well, you know. Um, I definitely think that it's important to hold these brands accountable because a lot of things have been shoved under under the rug, and if those stories do not have light on it, it like a lot of voices are being silenced too, which is really unfortunate. So now is. The time you know it is never too late. It's better to be late than to not show up to the party. Does that make sense.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah,
1: that's like what I tell myself too. like we can't beat ourselves up for not You know, for having these old beliefs or old biases and all these things because we're constantly evolving. And I feel that way in the creative space too. we're constantly evolving with trends and And what we put out and all of these things. And so we have to keep this momentum alive right now. It's our responsibility because our life is consumed with social media every single day. Why would we not, you know?
0: Absolutely. And so going off of that, how can we as fellow creatives continue to support the Black community and just advocate for our peers within the creative community?
1: Yeah, I think first of all, like check your privilege, right? That's that's to everyone, but also to myself too. Like, who are you following? Are you... Are you following black creatives? Like, do you follow any? If not, why not? Um, <clears throat> what products do you use on the day, on your day basis? What are you promoting? Like, is there diversity in the products that you're using? Why or why not? Why do you feel like you're gravitating towards, more towards these products versus these products, right? I think it's really about, you know, if you, I, I think it's also about doing what you can Right and, and being more mindful about where you're putting your money and where you're putting your time and your energy. Um, I think when it comes to creating content, um, you know, being aware of the language that you're using too, that also comes, I think that's also a part of what you're doing off of the internet. Like, how are you advocating for what you're, what you're preaching? Like, are you practicing what you preach? That is also something too. Um, so those are a few like small ways, I think, um, that we can, you know, help support our black community and also sharing each other's stories too. Um, when it comes to, I'm trying to say like, I'm trying to say that we should be sharing. We we should also be, um, using our platforms as a space to share others'
0: stories as well. Yeah, like amplifying their voices and... Yeah, I I guess
1: amplifying, you know, amplifying voices of creatives as well in this industry. This industry is like cutthroat, believe it or not, you know, like, and so um, it's really important that we hold space for them. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so...
0: (laughs) That's so great. (laughs) So for anyone starting their creative journey, do you have any good advice for those maybe wanting to start on YouTube or just create content or any of that? Yeah, um,
1: I would say like, don't get too caught up on the equipment and like the fancy stuff because there are ways to finesse, you know, like you're gonna learn how to finesse, especially if you're starting out. I think that's the beautiful thing about just starting into something or a new hobby, something creative, even a YouTube channel, for example, um use what you have feel it out you know and and i would also say like don't be afraid of collaboration either like there are many like-minded people in this space and so don't feel intimidated to reach out to someone dm someone and make friends make so many friends oh my gosh like you need to plant seeds everywhere if you oh, want to yes. get this, you know? There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And if people don't respond to you, then people don't respond to you. Move on to the next one. Let them go. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what's like brand sponsorships too, you know? If they don't reach back to you, let them go. Move on to the next. There are so many like op- opportunities in this space. So I would also say like watch twice before you post something too. Read twice mm-hmm. before you post something because oftentimes like, I know i've made the mistake of posting something i didn't mean to post in the past and i it could have been easily fixed because once you put something out there you can't take it back it's on the internet so that's awesome. Yep. two cents too yeah
0: so <laughs> awesome yeah that's uh, that's the truth so do you just have anything any final thoughts or anything you want to share
1: um yeah thank you all so much for listening <laughs> You're literally the cutest. Oh my god. But so like, dumb. also, you know, whatever you're doing in in alignment with the Black Lives Matter movement, I just want to say thank you. And your hard work does not go unnoticed. We cannot stop this movement because like, our community is kind of, on it, you know? This is a changing time right now. Our generation's gonna. Our generation is killing it. Oh yeah. And it can only get better and I'm I'm excited. I have high hopes. So
0: yeah. oh, well, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your thoughts and feelings with us today. Super appreciate it. And where can we find you again on the interwebs?
1: <laughs> yeah, you can find my YouTube channel at elo It's Angela, my Instagram's at elo It's Angela. And, um, I don't have a Facebook, but I do have a website, com. I, I also share like small local businesses per month. Each month is like a new, a new thing. So. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. There.
0: Yeah. And then are you still taking new, uh, clients oh, or?
1: New students for the oh the men i do have a mentorship program as well it's called the fresh start program unfortunately spots are no longer available be on the lookout because i might do a winter term or i might Ooh. do a spring 2021 term
0: so we shall see so check it out and reserve your spot <laughs> keep your eyes yeah, <laughs> peeled <laughs>